Welcome to the Legion of Impact, where our goal is to bring you tactical ideas, insights, and meaningful conversations to help you build a life that you're proud of and positively impact the world. Now for your host, Anthony Hamilton. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Legion of Impact. My name is Anthony. I am the host of this podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit whatever the notification bells are, things that are are in the podcast uh, uh, platforms, whatever you're on. Um, like and follow the podcast, I guess. Without further ado, today I'm going to be talking about a question that I received the other day from a another realtor. So just a little bit of a background i know we've gone over it here in the on the podcast before really since we started but um it's kind of been a while since i posted my last episode so i just wanted to um kind of go in on um my background so getting out of the marine corps uh my brother and i got into the real estate business so that was uh just over six years ago and um you know since then there's been no looking back it's been our our um our number one priority since getting into the business. Now, that doesn't mean that we haven't had other avenues that we had to take, right? Because as a brand new realtor who is trying to kind of think out of the box and do things a little bit differently, your uh, some things are going to get in the way, right? Whether that's money, whether that's um, just other agents, whether that's, you know, just life, wh- whatever can get, go wrong is going to go wrong, right? So, uh um, so, so, you know, we've, Avery and I both have worked different jobs, um, but real estate was always the constant. We've always been in real estate. We've always been making real estate our priority. Even when we were working our other jobs, most people, and especially the ones that we worked with had no idea that we were working other jobs, um, because we made them and, uh, real estate as a whole, a priority. So, as a new agent, uh, you know, this new agent asked me, you know, how do you create a consistent um, source of leads coming in? And then how do you manage them? Because it, it seems to me like this person maybe isn't getting the instruction that they need or the help that they need. Or it's also like, because I, I knew as soon as I told him, there was really no response after that. So it was not really the answer that he wanted to hear. Um but what I had said to him is basically social media. So anybody who knows me knows that, uh, you know, social media is my go-to. It is. And, you know, I don't have the largest following. I don't have the most engagement on the page. I don't, you know, I'm not like this like super like influencer type mogul um, on social media. But 90 shit, like 97% of my business and Avery's business for that matter has come from social media some way, shape or form. Now, recently we've introduced YouTube. So I'm going to consider this in social media. It's all digital marketing, right? So what I told him was like, look, dude, you have to, um, let me turn this up real quick. I said, look, you, you have to, um, you have to get on social media. You have to start posting on social media. You need to. You don't have a choice. Social media is and always has been the great equalizer between new agents and experienced agents. 
when you go into a listing appointment or an appointment where somebody is hiring or uh, interviewing multiple people, how do you stand out? That 30-year agent, they stand out because of their experience, because they've been in it for 30 years. And they're going to boast that too. They're going in saying, I've been doing this for 30 years. You bet you're, you know, damn well I can get your house sold. And so the seller or the or the buyer for this uh for, for that case is, you know, they're thinking, oh, 30 years, that's great. That's amazing. They've done uh, this a million times, right? Well, that 30-year uh, that agent, I guarantee you, I guarantee you is not up to date on current times. They're not up to date on getting the most eyeballs on that property as humanly possible. They're not, uh, they're not privy to building an audience that, that um, you know, engages and, and sees your content all the time that is looking at you all the time. They, they don't have that type of community that they're talking to. They have the community in their, in their Rolodex. They, they go to this little Rolodex and they flip through the little files and say, oh, there's my handyman. Oh, there's this, there's that. There's this seller that I, you know, sold back in 1996 or whatever, right? They have a Rolodex. They don't have an Instagram and Facebook profile like we do today. Um, they might have it, but are they optimizing it? Are they using it uh, the right ways? Um, and so, so when you can go into a listing appointment and tell them, like, look, go to my Instagram profile. Like, yeah, I've got, you know, 2,500 uh, uh, followers, but I'm giving all this content and people are reaching out to me based on this. Not only that, but other agents respect me because of these videos that I'm putting out. They trust me. They, they, they know that I know the process. And so what that does is that creates the know, like, and trust factor between you and your client. So if you can create good, engaging uh, content, great videos, um, putting yourself on video, your face, your attitude, your, your, your smile, um, you know, all your wins and losses, putting it all out there on social media, people are attracted to that. People want to know who they're working with. I saw a video the other day of a agent, one of those 30 year agents. Uh, it was this corny, corny, corny video. I wish I could show you. I sent it to Avery though. And I was like, like, dude, holy shit. Like this is this is where they are. This is what they think is like good content. What the video was, was basically it was a, a dude behind the camera who asked a question. You didn't even get the question. Like you didn't even hear the question. You just read the question on, uh, on the screen. So it was like these little bubble letters that came up that asked the question, you know, how long have you been selling real estate? And she says, you know, I've been selling real estate for 30 years. And then, the next question is, why did you get into real estate? Oh, well, me and my husband, we were driving down East Avenue one time, and he said, let's get into a, a duplex renting. And I said, okay, and I got my license. And like, then it got to a part that I hate even more than that. That is like just kind of cringy. But what I hate even more than that, guys, is, is what the question was. It was, what do your... Uh, clients not know about you and what she said the answer it was alarming what she said was I just wish my clients knew me 
Her clients don't even know her. She's been in the business for 30 years. Now she has a team that takes everything over, that does all, literally everything for her. Her team does not, or her clients do not even know her. So when you hire this team, you're not getting her, the one on the sign, the one who takes all the marketing, the one who takes all the credit, the one who gets all the trophies, all the prizes, all these things, all the awards. Nobody even knows who the fuck she is. She's not even in town 99% of the time. She lives down in Florida. She's not even in town. So when you can pull up your social media page and show proof that you're out there doing the work and you know how to generate eyeballs because you're doing it every single day or you know multiple times a week, a buyer and a seller, they're going to know, like, and trust you based on that. Chances are too, what most people do before they even meet with somebody is, you know, they're going to call you, they're going to say, or maybe you call them, whatever the case is, they're going to say, you know, um, you know, Hey, how are you? Who are you type thing? Tell me a little bit about yourself. And, but what they're doing once they hang up after you set that appointment, they're going straight to Google and they're Googling you. They're going straight to Facebook and they're, they're searching you. They're going to Instagram and searching you. They're searching for you. They're trying to learn all about you before you walk into that house so that they know exactly what you're about, what you believe in, who you are, what your family is like. Literally, you're going to be in a relationship with these people, a professional working relationship that hopefully breeds into a friendship, that breeds into uh, uh, an extended family, if you will. So they're going to your profiles and they're looking at the stuff that you post, why are you not making content for them to see uh, prior to you going into that house so that they know what the they know that you know what the fuck you're talking about? They know by going to your profile, even though you might be new, they see videos upon videos upon videos of teaching other people how to do things, how to sell a house, how to buy a house. Other, you're, you're teaching other agents how to market, how to get a client or whatever, like they are looking for somebody who can be the expert. They're looking for somebody that they can know, like, and trust. This idea where where clients are going to reach out to somebody that, that they're never going to meet, I can't tell you how many times Avery and I have gotten clients because the team, the team that they hired, the person that they thought they were calling and maybe that they talked to on the phone was not the one that showed up. And in fact, every time they go see a new home, it's a new agent, it's a new agent, it's a new agent, somebody else on the team. Maybe not even someone else on the team, but it's somebody else that does showings for them. But it's never that person. I can't tell you how many times we've encountered buyers that said, you know what, I've sp I'm supposed to be working with so-and-so, but she's never showed up to a showing before. I've never like met her besides the first substantive contact. Like that, that is crazy. So when you're the guy in the videos and you're the guy that shows up, you know, for showings, for listings, for open houses, literally for everything, they're going to start believing in you. And so, but, but, you know, back to my answer, I said social media, like social media is the long-term play, the short-term play for getting a, a constant source of um, leads is going to be like your OpCity or your Realtor.com leads or your Zillow uh, leads, right? You're paid stupid ass. Like you're going to have to keep calling them, keep calling them. They're going to tell you to fuck off a million times. 
and that they don't work. You might get one out of every like 500 of them, right? And you're paying a lot of fucking money for it. So if you want to do that, Opsidy is like a 35% off the top type thing too. So you're, you're getting next to nothing. So if you want to do something like that, sure, just, just to get conversations rolling, that's great. You can. But while you're having these conversations, take the little bits of conversations that you're having, turn them into content, turn them into videos and talk about what you're learning during these calls. Talk about the, the things that you learn about walking through an open house or maybe you shadowed another agent. Talk about that. You don't have to say, hey, I just learned this. But as you talk things out, as you teach about it, right, you're teaching a buyer, a seller about it. You're then ingraining that further into your brain. So now you know that fucking topic. Now you know it. And you're going to be able to talk about it with everybody else, like the like the back of your hand, right? You're going to know what the fuck you're talking about pretty soon. So basically what I do is I go on Instagram primarily and I teach something. I teach it because I want to instill it further into my brain. And then what I do from there, once I post it, I go through the editing process and that can maybe be a different video or something, but I go through my editing process and then once I post it on Instagram, I then automatically share it over to Facebook. I don't share the Instagram video to Facebook with the Instagram uh, um, watermark, but I share the organic, the original video without that watermark to Facebook and that way Meta doesn't, you know, devalue the the video because it's got an Instagram. These platforms, although maybe they're ran by the same people, they want to be separate. So I, I see people who are creating TikToks and they're sharing it to Instagram. Instagram is not going to show those videos because it has the TikTok watermarks. Some of my friends do that and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you might still get a couple of views and stuff like fine, but over time, Instagram's going to stop sharing your shit out. You're going to be reaching less and less people. And so that, you know, that's actually a great point. You know, a lot of people ask, what are the metrics you look for? And really what I look for is DMs, uh, reach outs. But then aside from those things, because those are like lagging indicators, if you will, I look for views. And a lot of people are like, why not likes, why not hearts, you know, or comments or whatever. And really because those are like vanity metrics. It's like a lot of people, and I do this myself, I'll, I'll, I'll be scrolling on social media and think about yourself when, when next time you're doing this, you scroll on social media, you see a video you like, but you don't necessarily like it. You just keep scrolling. You, you watch the video, you liked it, but you didn't actually click that like button or you didn't actually, you would just want to take the time to comment. A lot of people are lazy when it comes to social media. They're lazy. So they just, they just, you know, see the video and just keep scrolling on to the next video that they like. So just because they don't comment or like does not mean they didn't like the video or that it didn't resonate or that it wasn't good. But I look at the, the overall views of the video because I think about it this way. How long would it take you to go knock on 600 doors how long would it take you to dial 600 phone numbers if you got a if you created a video that video might take you 10 minutes to a half hour right 
to to make and then in 10 minutes to an hour you could reach 200 people in the next hour you could reach 200 more people by the end of the day you could have a thousand views on that video how long would it take you to make a thousand calls probably longer than a day most people aren't doing that most people don't even reach a hundred per day let alone a thousand. So if you're making a video and you're looking at views, don't get, don't get, uh, uh, feeling down about yourself. If you only get 50 views or a hundred views or whatever, right? That's um, imagine a room full of a hundred people. That's a lot of people. If you go on stage and you're talking to a hundred people, that is a lot of people. If you go on stage, you're talking to 50 people. That's still a lot of people. I know plenty of people who can't get in front of a room of 15 people and and collect their thoughts let alone 50 or 100 or 150 or 500 or a thousand or a million everybody wants to go viral right it's not about about virality it's a pro it's about providing value uh in in valuable content that people can look to when they're going to make these decisions to either buy or sell a, a house or get into real estate and maybe use you as a sponsor so you can collect some revenue share or profit share um, those are other options as well, but I look for the views just because of that. How long would it take you to knock or call, you know, 500 or a thousand doors? You can do that in two or three hours on Instagram or Facebook. Like that matters. You can multiply the amount of people you're reaching just by posting content. And it's probably going to more people that could be more likely to buy or sell, Right. You don't have to go on the MLS or your tax record uh, data and pull, okay, who's been in the house for three years or five years or however long people in your city are making moves by, right? They say the average American or whatever moves every seven years, but usually it's, it's, they're moving anytime something significant in their life happens. They have a kid, they have a wedding, somebody dies, you know, they get dogs, whatever, Anytime something happens, a life circumstance happens, they're going to be either uh, uh, upsizing, um, you know, getting a bigger house, or they're going to be downsizing because they don't need the space anymore, or they just want something nicer. They're in a different phase of life. They got a promotion. They got a, a raise or whatever, or they won the lottery, you know, who knows? But there's more people on social media that might have these circumstances that need somebody like you. Um that, you know, then, then just randomly kind of knocking on, on 400 doors or whatever. Um, I'm not shitting on knocking on doors. I'm just saying it's taking a lot longer than it is to post a video and who knows what the results are going to be. So, you know, that, that being said, like, I just look at the views on, on videos. Um, now what do I post? So I just post questions that I've, I'm, I'm being asked, right? So if, uh, if your clients ask you the same question more than, you know, one or two times, uh, and they're different clients, chances are that's a question that needs to be answered. As people ask you questions about what the market's doing or, you know, what a escalation clause is or whatever, write them down in a little, in a little notebook or write them in your, the, uh, notes section of your phone or whatever, and go back and make videos answering those questions. Now, what you need to do 
is just to get a little bit nitty gritty here. You're, you're going to need a hook, something to hooks people in because think about you and I, right? Very short attention span. Like most people, they need that first three seconds to hook them or else they're not going to watch a video. So your first clip in that video should always be, you know, um, uh, here's how you can buy a million dollar house for $30,000, right? Something like that. Um, and then you talk about an FHA 3% loan. I don't, I don't know, just something like that, but it's gotta be catchy. It's gotta catch somebody's eye. And then in the meat and potatoes of the video, then you get into that on, on what FHA 3% loan is type thing. And then, um, you can wrap it up by a call to action. You know, Hey, just reach out if you have any questions or whatever. Um, and that's really it. It's quick. It's literally 60 to 90 seconds or less, you know? So it's very quick, but here's the thing is most people aren't doing it. So if you can create good captivating content that looks good. So like you have good, uh, camera quality, um, audio quality is good. And, and maybe you throw up some captions with the captions app, right? Like it, that's going to work. People will be reaching out to you and they'll be reaching out to you saying, Hey, I saw your video. And so then that's how you know it fucking works. The other thing you're going to be doing is establishing yourself as the local expert. So you'll be walking through Wegmans one day and people will start recognizing you and say, hey, where do I know you from? Oh, I saw you on Instagram or I saw you on Facebook or whatever, right? And you're like, I've got 550 uh, followers, like, you know, mind boggling. But people will start to recognize you. They just because they don't follow your page or whatever, like that does not mean that, that they're not seeing you and that they're not watching your stuff. Um, there's plenty of people that I've, I've, you know, ran into at the store. They said, I feel like I know you. And, uh, then they're like, Oh, it was that Instagram video. You, you were talking about escalation clauses. And then I look, if they're following me, they weren't following me. They just saw the video and, uh, you know, they, they recognize me. They know the brand, they know you, they, they know your face, they know your voice right? It's the no like, and trust factor. The other thing is a lot of people ask me like, well, if you're giving away all the, all the answers, why, why aren't people just doing it themselves? Ask yourself this question. If, if you needed, uh, your brakes changed on your car and you go on YouTube and you, you can, you can search all day. How do I, how do I change the brakes on a 2016 Honda Civic and there's going to be a million YouTube videos on how to change your brakes on your 2016 Honda Civic all the way down to the fucking color of your car like and what type of brakes that you have like YouTube is crazy people have already created the videos the thing is though do you actually want to go do that because once you see the process you're going to be like huh that's a little bit more work than I actually want to do. That's a little bit more time than I actually want to take. I don't actually have these tools to be able to do that. And so you're going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go, go into the mechanics. But then if that video that you watched is a local mechanic, local in your area, guess what? Guess who you're going to? You're going to that guy. So like, yes, I teach people how to buy and sell houses literally on their own. I have videos saying, here's how you can sell your house without a realtor for sale by owner. 
But guess what? They're not going to because it takes time. It takes effort. It takes expertise. It takes knowledge that they don't necessarily know. There's legalities to it. Like when there is $150,000 at stake or $500,000 at stake, they're not going to be doing it on their own. Most people, people who are selling on their own, who are buying on their own, they're doing that regardless if they saw a video or not. That's just because they're a stubborn person. They've got it in their head that that's what they can do or that they want to do. Like, and most of them get fucked anyway. <clears throat> but, you know, it just create the content. Don't worry about the onesie twosies who are going to go off and do it without you. Don't worry about that. Just worry about the providing value to the ones that you want to connect with. The The next thing that I want to I talk about is you need to be authentic on social media. You need to actually uh, be the person that you say you are. You need to actually do the things that you say you do. If, you know, if you're saying that you're a great realtor, then you actually need to be a fucking great realtor. If you're, if you're teaching people how to change the oil on a car and they end up calling you, you need to actually know how to change the oil on their car and do it the right way and do it well. So like you can't just be this fraud, right? Um, so you, like it, it's important to be careful who you're listening to. There, there's a lot of people who coin themselves as coaches or as, you know, media moguls or, you know, whatever, they have these big followings, but what you don't realize is that there are tons of people. There's one in my marketplace right now that I'm very well aware of. I've talked to him about it, that he's got over like 10,000 followers or whatever. And the, the thing is they buy their followers. So here they are teaching you how to grow your Instagram, how to grow your Facebook, how to grow your YouTube channel, whatever the case is, but they bought all their fucking followers. They're not actually doing and and they're only posting, uh, you know, say maybe once a week or they're only posting like once every three weeks or whatever. Like they're not posting a lot or they're not posting even like remotely great content. Um, so be careful who you're listening to, because why on earth are you taking advice about how to grow your channel or how to grow your Instagram from people who grew their Instagram by just paying to grow it. They bought followers and they're fake followers. So if you go look at their engagement rates, they're shit, they're ass. If you go and like look at, you know, how many actually real accounts that they have following them, it's ass. It's probably a fraction of what they actually have. They could have 100,000 people following them, but only maybe 1,000 are real people. Because that's what happens when you buy followers is that it's a bunch of bots. Um, and so, you know, I, I the reason I think this person didn't like it and, and I don't know, it, it seems that his communication is a little bit off anyway. But I, I think that people don't like this answer of social media because it's a long term play. They're not getting business from it today. The thing is, though, like, how do you know? How do you know? Like I say, it's a long-term play because when I do it, I'm focusing on building a portfolio. Just like if you're a tattoo artist, you're, you take pictures of the tattoos that you've done and you build a book, a portfolio of all the work that you've done. That's like Instagram. You make all these videos. People can scroll through 
and it's a portfolio of your expertise, of the work you've done, of the effort you've put in, of how hard you work, of who you are as a person. It's your personal portfolio. So like why, you know, when, when I'm looking to create content, I'm focused on building a solid portfolio. I'm not looking to get a, a buyer or a seller off one video specifically. I'm looking to build my portfolio so when that one buyer and seller is on my page, they, they can scroll and they have as much value as I can possibly give them. So they have no other choice but to use me when they're making that decision. And then guess what happens? This is the best part. They call and say, hey, we want you to be my realtor. It's not, hey, we'd like to interview you to be a real estate, or to be our realtor. It's, hey, I want to use you as a realtor. It's literally you, it's literally their, their clients who are calling you. They're not leads, they're clients. They are your clients because they're calling you saying, I want to use you. It's your job to show up and perform for them and do all the things that you post about in those videos that you create and actually do a good job for them and perform. And it's not, you know, it's making sure you don't over promise and under deliver. If anything, you want to overpromise and overdeliver. I'm not all about, you know, low promises just so that you can underdeliver or overdeliver rather. I'm about overpromising, making it almost like an insurmountable amount of service, and then overdelivering on that too. So, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of touch on this question just because, like, people know what the fuck they have to do. They know what they have to do. It's just they're not doing it. They, they're, not, they're looking for a pill. They're looking for it right now. How can I get fit right now? How can I lose weight right now? How can I get abs right now? How can I get a client right now? How can I make money right now? And the answer is you're fucking not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Even in real estate, you get a client right now, you're going to make that closing in... 45 days, you're going to get paid from that. And then if you're with any other brokerage except for EXP, you're probably going to get paid in another two weeks to a month. You're not going to get paid right away. So like stop thinking about the immediate, the, the instant gratification. You have to think about the process and enjoy that process and create as much value to the consumer, to your ideal audience as humanly possible. The next thing I want to talk about real quick is YouTube. So YouTube is something that we learned from uh, some of our mentors, Will and Eli. And and before that, though, we actually learned it from the channel junkies. So Jesse and Jackson. And those guys are great. They're amazing. They're so willing to pour into literally everybody for nothing. Um, and, you know... I got myself trapped. I'd be in a whole different scenario right now. Avery would be too. If we had started when we found Jesse and Jackson originally, but it was in the beginning phases of their YouTube journey. And, um, we could see that things were working, but it was still in the beginning phases. So like their subscriber count wasn't significant yet. And we thought that the subscriber count was directly correlated to success. And it's not. And we didn't really recognize that even though they were telling us. We were just too stubborn to see past that. The vanity metrics, like I mentioned before, right? So we were seeing that they had one comment on their videos or they had 300 views or whatever the case was, right? And we were too stupid to think, huh, 
They're telling us this is working. Why not engage in a conversation with them? If we started back then, that was like three or four years ago or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know if we'd be selling real estate anymore right now. But we didn't listen to them. And then we got uh, hooked up with um, our, our current mentors and sponsors in EXP, Will and Eli. Their channel is crushing. They're making good money in their YouTube journey. And so went out to Colorado, met with these dudes, saw how everything was done. We saw the metrics, the analytics, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we said, huh. And, and then the other thing was we talked to other people, smaller creators, less subscribers, and saw how much money they were making from this how the results uh, are how the results are going for them on their smaller channel even though they only have 300 subs or they have 500 or a thousand subs right they're still making 400,000 a year right and we're like holy shit like this is actually real like I didn't believe it two years ago three years ago but this is actually real so we got into YouTube here's the difference though this is not YouTube like people are doing about I'm posting my listing on a YouTube video. This is YouTube like literally it's you're you're barely talking about real estate. If you talk about real estate, you talk about kind of what the prices are doing, but you start off with a hook, you capture the audience, right? Cuz YouTube is very into that. And then you go into your call to action almost immediately as well, and then you provide lifestyle and you know like Things that people are asking, things that people are wondering, you have to understand YouTube is ran by Google. They're owned by Alphabet. So when somebody goes into Google and they're asking a question, think about yourself. How many times have you gone into Google and you asked a question into Google, you know, how do I fix my, uh, my dresser? How do I fix my dresser? And you scroll down a little bit and boom, there's some YouTube videos on how to fix an Ikea dresser or how to, how to fix the Walmart dressers or whatever, right? Like there's YouTube videos there. And so if you're smart about it and you use TubeBuddy or vidIQ or something like that to help you formulate these titles and these keywords and whatnot, then you can rank in videos and you're answering the consumer's questions. You're literally just outlining the areas that you live in. You're, you're showing them exactly what it's like living in the Finger Lakes. You're showing them exactly what it's like living in Rochester. And in fact, your channel should be called living in whatever town, you know? And so then you're talking about the pros and cons. You're talking about, here's why you shouldn't move to this area. You got to be brutally honest because people, when they're moving to an area, when they're making a decision to move to an area, they, they want to know the good and the bad, Right. They want to know the pros and cons. If they if they don't know the bad things about it, how can they make an informed decision? So you have a duty to disclose the bad things to them. You need to. It's our duty as creators. We have to. And so really that's what YouTube is. But then what happens is Google starts recommending your videos. YouTube starts recommending your videos on other creators' pages. So next thing you know, somebody's going to be watching a video on how to... Uh, you know, how to create a, build a uh, little rally car or something. And then the recommended video right when that video ends is your video about living in Phoenix, Arizona. Like, it's crazy. And then people click on that because they're like, oh, you know, I've actually been 
uh, I've actually been looking into moving to Phoenix, Arizona. And it's like, yeah, no shit, the algorithm knew that. So <laughs> that's why it's recommending that to you. So literally, like these things play into your favor. If you just use keywords and in good titles, it's going to work for you. And the the thing is, like people just don't want to do it. They think that it's too hard. They think it's too much effort. They don't want to research enough. But really, recording a, a video, it takes me as long as it takes me to record a video. That's it. Like I, I now I'm past the point in my video creating uh life i guess where like i'm not nervous anymore i don't get flustered about being on camera i don't i don't freak out when i fuck up like it's literally oh just cut that you know i will say to myself on on if i forget a word if i forget an area that i'm talking about or whatever i'll i'll just pause i'll say cut this out and then i continue on i gather my thoughts right so people like People just don't want to do it because it's effort. It's effort. They want the quick fix right now. They want to make money right now. They want to get fit right now. They want to, you know, do everything right now. And they can't wait three months. They can't wait six months. They can't wait a year for the rest of their life to be changed. They want things to be right now. Now or never, right? And that ultimately is why people end up getting out of the business. But... You know, so, so to my point of this question though, is like, yeah, like a consistent source of leads is social media. They're the only ones that you can rely upon besides maybe your friends and family, but even them, like if you're new, your friends and family probably aren't going to trust you because they know that you're new. They know everything about you. This is what we found. They know they're inside the jar with you. Like they know everything about you. And so they know how you work and operate. And unless, unless you are super high performing at everything that you do all the time and you've always been that way and they trust you with literally anything that they, that they ever do, including sell or buy a $500,000 house, then they're probably going to be weary about hiring you uh, you know, to be their real estate agent. And so what you do is you constantly put out content about how you know what the fuck you're doing, how you know how to fucking sell a house, how do you, how you know how to help somebody buy a house, how you know how to do all this stuff. And by the way, you're posting on stories when you're walking through uh, open houses or you're walking through a showing or something, right? You're posting that on stories. You're posting little tips and tricks on, on your stories about what you're doing. Um, like that is the only way to build trust. That's the only way or else you're going to be a secret agent just like everybody else. No one else, no one else is out here getting public and being on these social media networks that we need to be on. We're in a digital age right now, unfortunately, but we are like, if, if you want to run a business and you want to have a business in the future, you need to be on it right now. You need to. And now with ChatGPT and BARD and, and, and all these other AI platforms, there's no excuses to not come up with content ideas. Literally put in a prompt, I'm a 29-year-old realtor located in Rochester, New York. I enjoy talking to clients about the practical tips of buying houses that other people may not know or teach. 
what are some of these that that maybe I'm not thinking about right now? And it'll spit off this bullet list of ideas for you to create content about. Like, there's no excuses anymore, guys. You just have to do it. Um, and if you do it, then you will be successful. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but with time, if you're consistent and you just do the damn work, you will be successful. I promise you that. So with that, guys, hope you got something from it. Be sure to subscribe to the channel, follow the channel, do whatever you got to do on these uh, podcast platforms. I'm on so many platforms. I just forget what everybody else is doing. I know YouTube is subscribing, hit the notification bell, whatever, but with podcasts, do the same thing that is equivalent to or relevant to podcasting. Um, that helps the channel grow, helps us put out more content, and helps us be more consistent because we see that it's actually resonating with people just like you who are listening to this episode. So without further ado, guys, I'll stop blabbing my gums and we're out of here. See ya.